Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, everybody? I'm Aslan Hudjavani, joined by managing editor of Warchant.com, the ultimate symbol sports source, Irish show fell. Hit the thumbs up. We bring you some great news. Also, subscribe to our website. It's only $29.99. Takes you from now all the way up until September 1st. Gets you through spring football, basketball season, baseball season, preseason camp, and then maybe a, a top five team that you will be cheering for when the season rolls around. Uh, hit the thumbs up as well. Ira, thanks for being here. Uh, the big news for Florida State today was going to the transfer portal and picking up another piece of the puzzle uh, on the defensive side of things. And now it sounds like uh, defensively there was a piece to fill of the coaching staff, and it looks like maybe uh, they've got that handled now as well as we've uh, heard some reports here on Tuesday evening. Yeah, Pete Thamel from ESPN was the first to report it that uh, Florida State's found their new defensive backs coach, uh, Patrick Sertain. And uh, Mike Norvell, within minutes, tweeted a, a vague tweet, uh, you know, saying something along the lines of coach him up. It's a great day to be a Seminole. There you go. You can see the tweet up on the screen right there, um, basically confirming it. And what we were told is that Florida State probably is expected to announce it tomorrow. Uh, a lot of times when these deals are done, uh, the parties involved can announce it, but the school won't officially announce it until they finish all their paperwork on the back end uh, from an H&R standpoint. So we HR standpoint. So we expect that to happen uh, maybe as soon as tomorrow. But yeah, Patrick Sertain uh, is going to be Florida State's next uh, defensive backs coach. It's a big name. It's a it's it's probably a really positive hire for a lot of reasons. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a pretty another sign that, of how committed Florida State is uh, to this football team and this football season. I just can't imagine what it's like to be a Miami or a Florida fan and Florida state goes in the portal and just keeps getting every single dude they want. Uh, every single dude that LSU seems to want or Southern Cal wants. Uh, then you've got to patch up something on the back end of your defense in terms of a coach. And then you go get what uh, sounds like expected. We're hearing probably on Wednesday, Patrick Sertan, a, a dude here, uh, as you see on your screen, Ira, a guy that's been in the NFL for over 10 years as a player, uh, most recently, uh, wasn't a defensive assistant here for the Dolphins this past season. And then obviously some really good roots uh, down there in South Florida as being a head coach and winning some uh, state tiles there. So this uh, on the field, off the field, just seems like a really good sort of fit for what Florida State is trying to get done here and take the next step. Yeah, no question. I think the only, you know, the only question I guess people might have is the fact that he hasn't been a college defensive backs coach. But, you know, look, I mean, I think he's so off. He hits, uh, he's off the charts in so many other areas. Uh, the fact that, like you said, not only is he uh, he played for the Miami Dolphins for a long time, so he's really prominent in South Florida, but he coached at American Heritage, uh, which is you know a perennial state power. He led him to the three state championships, had blue chipper after blue chipper after blue chipper, and has always had a good relationship with Florida State. You know, if you remember when his son uh, Patrick Sertain uh, the second was coming out of high school, 
he was, you know, one of the top players in the country. Florida State was very involved in that recruiting process, and they weren't able to land him. But, but you know, he was certainly not opposed to Florida State. I think he had a good relationship with Florida State through that process. And, uh, you know, and, you know, if you think about from a recruiting standpoint, you know, a lot's been made about, you know, the, the first coaching staff Mike Norvell put together didn't have a lot of South Florida roots on it. Now they've done fine down there, and part of it's because they've added some support staff with uh, connections down there. And that's that's gone a long way. But but th- I think this is a, a really big hire for Florida State from the connection standpoint. But also, you know, when you go back to that expertise as a coach, I mean, he has coached. He's coached, you know, very elite high school football players, and he's been spent this year with the Dolphins. Um, so I don't think the the learning curve to being a defensive backs coach uh, in the college level is going to be very steep for Pat Sertain. What does this show or demonstrate about this program right now, Ira? Again, I mean, just he's a defensive backs coach uh, for Florida State University. We're expecting to, to hear. I mean, this is not necessarily defensive coordinator, but it's, it's hard to think that this wouldn't be a really good fit in terms of uh, his knowledge, his his sort of background, be able to show kids, hey, man, I was in the league. I was a three-time Pro Bowler, uh, the way he can recruit. I mean, when Florida State's able to, to lose a guy like Marcus Woods and he goes to Arkansas and then you fill him with a guy that, you know, might have NFL aspirations, like true NFL aspirations. What does it show about maybe where this program is going and, and the kind of cachet that maybe Mike Norvell has quickly developed? Yeah, I think it's a continuation of what we've seen really for the last year. You know, when uh, at the end of uh, 2021, uh, going into 2022, Florida State made a much bigger commitment from an administration standpoint into support staff salaries in, in terms of uh, salaries for in, in terms of new positions on the support staff, expanded the staff, scouting staff, uh, recruiting staff really put a lot of money into the season. And then you have this success of a 10 and three season. And much like when we had the conversation last week uh, in a video that we did that people could see still find on Warchant, our YouTube page um, about Mike Norvell's contract and his extension, you know, I don't feel like Florida State's going to skimp on that. Just like I didn't think they were going to skimp on this position because, you know, they're, they're all in. I mean, they see the window of opportunity here uh, for this football team certainly in 2023 where we've seen reports that they're, you know, early polls where they may be a top five team in the country going into the next season, but also for the future. I mean, if Florida state's all in, they want to, you know, there's a, there was a perception that Florida state was trying to do things on the cheap uh, for a while. And, and whether or not that was true, that's certainly not the case anymore. Uh, I don't know. We don't know the figures yet on Pat Sertain's contract, um, but I don't think it was a, a, you know, somebody you, it wasn't like you went out on the cheap to hire him. They they did a you know I'm sure they uh, uh, did a really thorough search and and I man it seems like a home run from every every category you could look at from my perspective in terms of knowledge in terms of name recognition in terms of recruiting ability and the fact those connections in South Florida it just feels like they really hit a home run yeah man again just to give you guys a look again once again Bob Sertan a 11 year NFL veteran three time Pro Bowler again head football coach down at American Heritage High School I think it was actually an assistant there a few years prior to that too, Ira. So he's, he's earned his stripes, man. This isn't a guy that's just kind of fallen into jobs just because of his last name and what he did on Sundays. But um, again, just kind of, I mean, I don't want the other shoe to fall. Ira is the other shoe going to fall or is this kind of just like maybe what the new normal is right now? Florida State fans need to embrace it. Well, I, I think, you know, when you get inertia going, I think in, in it, it all kind of feeds on itself, you know, and I think, uh, this program is probably attractive to him because of you know the talent they've recruited, 
the fact that you brought in a Fentrell Cypress out of the transfer portal, the number two cornerback uh, possibly uh, that was available in the transfer portal, maybe number one in some people's eyes, an all-ACC caliber cornerback you went and got out of the transfer portal from Virginia uh, who's going to be in your secondary next year. You've got um, some really nice ta- young talent in that secondary. So if Florida State didn't have a 10-3 and season, if they weren't moving in the right direction, if they didn't have a lot of really uh, you know, promising talent on the roster, you probably couldn't make this higher. I think a year ago, if, if, if Marcus Woodson had left a year ago, I don't know that Florida State could have made this higher, but they're in a much better position now, and uh, they're taking advantage of it. I know you mentioned it a couple times, Ira, but you talked about, you know, this shows the investment that they're all in on this. Um, I mean, does this kind of lead you to believe that, you know, they're they're going to have to probably pay a pretty good premium for, for Sertan, or at least maybe more than they were paying Marcus Woodson? Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. It's a good question. It really is going to depend on how much he was, he could have made at other schools. You know, if there was competition for him, if he, if his agent, uh, and I don't know who his agent is, Mike Norvell's agent is Jimmy Sexton. A lot of times in the coaching world, if, if both parties have Jimmy Sexton as their agent, it can kind of, uh, uh, you know, be a symbiotic relationship. Uh, a lot of times the head coach and sometimes the assistant coaches have the same agent. So I don't know who uh, Pat Sertains is, but but he's, um, you know, he definitely would have been marketable. If he let people know that he was willing to go be a college assistant coach, I'm sure there were a lot of schools interested. And uh, then it, then that kind of depends on how much you have to pay. But uh, it wasn't like Florida State was paying Marcus Woodson a cheap amount. I mean, he was a well-paid, well-paid as a defensive backs coach, uh, not one of the highest ones in the country, um, but, you know, well-paid. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the same ballpark. But, but my point is, there were some names floated out there, I think, you know, initially people talked about some of the guys on the support staff. Florida State has some guys on the support staff that uh, would have been easy transitions, you know, and, and not I don't know that they would have been interested, but, you know, Corey Fuller, Kawan Ratliff, guys who are on the Florida State st- staff right now, Antonio Cromartie, former FSU star it's a, that's been a GA uh, at Texas A&M. A lot of those guys, I don't know if it could, could have commanded the same salary. To me, those would have been – um, hires where maybe you're looking to to be a little bit more economical. Yeah. 
Um, as you mentioned, uh, just you know, two drafts ago, I mean, you mentioned the fact that the amount of guys that he's uh, developed when he was there at American Heritage. I mean, back in 2021, that draft, six players were drafted that played for him at Heritage. So uh, good players, high-end players. Right. I didn't realize Brian Burns played there, too. So Brian Burns counts on that, too. You can take some credit for that. Uh, yeah, uh, this just, good times. Good times recovering Florida State football. You deserve it. You, you, <laughs> you had to go through a mess to get here. Uh, maybe the best sort of a combination they've had on a defensive backs coach and, and a coordinator in quite some time. Uh, I mean, also, do you think this maybe helps kind of quell a little bit of the concerns that the fans have about the defense? Now, listen, they got Jared Verse coming back. They did get Braden Fisk out of the portal. You mentioned uh, Fenchel Cypress. Uh, they got the young man out of Fort Pierce from South Carolina uh, earlier on yep. Tuesday, uh, Gilbert Edmond. Uh, is this another kind of piece uh, for fans that maybe like, all right, you know, th- this this will be shored up, and, and they're they're moving in the right direction at least when it comes to defense because we feel good about the offense. Yeah, I think so. And and you know, Marcus Woodson was not a poor coach. It's not like he was don- doing a bad job, um, but I I don't feel like there was a, a feeling that he was doing a tremendous job with Florida State's defensive backs. And and again, you know, you when you talk to a guy like you know the 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 most prominent NFL defensive back that I I've talked to a lot is uh, Terrell Buckley, who's now coaching the XFL, is another name that people kind of w- were hoping the Florida State would look after. But he's uh, he'll be head coach of the Orlando team in the XFL. But I talked to Terrell Buckley a lot, and he, you know, you talk to him at Bryant McFadden, who played in the NFL for a long time, and they talk about the the mental approach to playing cornerback at that level. And that's where a guy, you know, certainly Antonio Cromartie and Corey Fuller, those guys that have that experience could bring it as well, but it's, it's not just being a great athlete. There are, um, I would say tricks of the trade, not just, you know, techniques and and different approaches, but the mental aspect, knowing what a quarterback's looking for, knowing what the receiver's going to do before he even runs it, before he even breaks out of his route. Um, those kinds of things. I think a guy like that can share that knowledge quickly, uh, with his players. And then they're going to believe it. Those guys, they may not have watched, uh, you know, Patrick Sertain playing the NFL. I don't know, you know, the age difference depends on how, when they started watching the NFL, but, but there, it's not hard to, 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 it's not hard. It's not like you're having to dig up the black and white film to show him. Uh, and he was a very prominent player and I'm sure they're going to buy into him quickly. So yeah, I think that's, uh, I think he'll, especially if he fits in well, I'm guessing again, Randy Shannon, uh, another assistant coach on the defensive staff who's got strong South Florida ties, obviously was at UM for a long time. He's going to be very close to him. So, you know, they're going to work well together. I just think there's a lot of reasons uh, to think it would work well. Yeah. Also the fact, I mean, he played at Southern Miss, so maybe he's a little Mississippi sort of uh, inroads and he's from New Orleans too. Right. So I'm sure him and Yak road trips, those two guys going to a high school in New yes. Orleans. I bet there's a lot of connections. I bet there's a lot of connections on the staff. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a good sort of one-two punch there. So again, uh, uh, we expect to maybe have some official news on this Wednesday. But as you're uh, watching us or listening to us, as expected, the Patrick Sertan will be the next defensive backs coach for Florida State, replacing Marcus Woodson, who is now at Arkansas. So uh, there you go. Check out WarChant.com throughout uh, the evening and uh, on Wednesday morning, and uh, we'll be on top of it. Ira, as always, man, thanks for the time and the knowledge. Thanks, Aslan. Talk soon. Hit the thumbs up, everybody. Ira was here hanging out with us.